Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, it's been more than a year, and this place is still exactly the same. I thought to myself. Suddenly, I noticed a man walking in front of me. He looked so familiar. Could it be... him? Alex! I rushed after him and grabbed his arm. He's so gonna catch these hands. But as he turned around, oops, I realized it wasn't Alex, but a total stranger. Martin Henderson? I was so embarrassed that I couldn't even look him in the eyes. Sorry, I murmured as I ran towards the elevator. This must be fate. We meet again. I was standing outside the building when I heard a voice. I turned around and there he was, the guy I met this morning. Hi, I'm Martin, he said and reached out to shake my hand. Before I could react, I heard someone calling me. It was Tom, my best friend from Vietnam. I had a lunch date with him, but had almost forgotten. Oh, I'm Lindsay. Great seeing you. Then I quickly said bye to Martin and rushed over to Tom. Lindsay, how's your new job going, and who is that guy back there? I felt so sad as he asked me this. Um, I don't actually know him. He just looks so much like someone from my past. Tom rolled his eyes. Someone from your past? Oh, come on. Don't tell me it was that pathetic boyfriend of yours who abandoned you in Vietnam. Well, what could I say? Despite what Alex did to me after all this time, I still couldn't get him out of my head. Tom could clearly sense that as he said, Honestly, Lindsay, you need to get over him. He was a total jerk. Suddenly, all of the memories of our time together came flooding back. A year ago, Alex and I had gone on an adventure to Vietnam together. We'd been planning it for ages, and it would be a long one since we wanted to explore the country as much as possible. 
At first, everything was going to plan. But then, one morning, a stupid argument led us to a big fight that got Alex so angry that he up and left. I thought he just needed to blow off some steam and then he'd be back, so I just carried on with the trip on my own in the meantime. But days quickly passed, and there was no sign of him. And ever since then, I haven't seen or heard from him. It's like he just disappeared into thin air. Anyway, I had to pay for everything on the trip by myself, including stuff that we reserved for two. So I quickly ran low on cash. And what's left in my bank account couldn't afford me a trip back home either. So I asked my mom if I could borrow some. And that's when she told me what had happened. My family was in huge trouble due to some food scandal at their restaurant. The case was really serious, and they'd gone totally bankrupt. So my mom just told me to stay put in Vietnam for a bit, until things had calmed down. Well, that's how I ended up being stuck in Vietnam for a whole year, and the rest is history. I turned to Tom and smiled. He'd been so good to me. Tom, thank you for helping me find a job back then. You're a lifesaver. Tom grinned and said, No, I should thank you. Actually, you're the reason why I strive to be here in the U.S. getting my master's degree. And you know what? Um, I still want to be the one by your side. Always. Jeez, it was a bit awkward. I didn't know what to do but force a polite smile. Yeah, I could tell he had some sort of feelings for me, but I only considered him as a best friend. And look, at the moment, I had enough on my plate already. So here I am now, at the company that used to belong to my family to help my parents solve this scandal with the restaurant. I know the claims aren't true, and I'm determined to help them figure it out so they can get their business back. Until then, I have to deal with working under the new CEO, Mr. Garcia. Well, well, hello, precious princess of the steward family. Oh, Mr. Garcia, it's been a long time not seeing those greedy eyes. What an honor for us to have the daughter of the former CEO as an employee. <laughs> I forgot to mention, but guess what? That rude man just happens to be Alex's uncle. So yeah, that's been fun. And there's something I just can't get out of my head. Alex's disappearance happened at the exact same time as my family's business collapsed. Coincidence or... I get to the bottom of it, though. Ever since then, I put a lot of effort into my work, hoping to find some clues. But Mr. Garcia just never fails to give me endless trouble. Luckily... Martin was by my side. Yep, that's right. That guy I'd bumped into on my first day of work. He'd been so supportive, even bringing me dinner when I work overtime. I mean, how sweet. And the more time I spent with him, the happier I became. There was just something so familiar about him. Tom, however, wasn't happy about this. He'd applied to be an intern at our company, but he worked in the files control department. Tom was so rude to Martin every time they bumped into each other, and it made me feel so uncomfortable. One time, Martin had offered me a lift home, and Tom forced me to go with him instead, saying it would be safer. He was being so immature. But I didn't have time to focus on that, because there were bigger things at stake. One day, 
I found out there was a clue that could lead me to the truth. A top-secret document that was kept in the file's control department. It contained all the business activities from before my family went bankrupt, and also the deals of how Mr. Garcia went about taking over the company. I needed to get to this document. However, there was just one problem. The only person who could access the computer where this document was stored were members of Alex's family. Big problem, right? Anyway, one night, Tom and I were out to dinner, and he was acting really weird. Suddenly, he said, Lindsay, you should stay away from Martin. There's something shady about him. This annoyed me. Tom, I don't get it. What's your problem with him? Please listen to me first. Then, he told me what he'd seen. One night, he'd gone back to work as he'd forgotten his phone, and he happened to see Martin trying to access top-secret documents. Request access, Martin had said. Kindly provide the access code. The server responded. Alexi Joseph Garcia, he said confidently. And then the iris scanner started working. Welcome, Mr. Garcia. Access granted. Tom had watched all of this from behind the door quietly. And with just a few clicks, Martin had successfully accessed all the top-secret files without a problem. Then he'd quickly left through the back entrance. I couldn't believe it! If it was only the Garcia family who had access, how had Martin done this? And how did he know Alex's full name? Well, I needed to pay more attention to this guy. At least he'd gotten the file anyway. That was good enough for me. I had to get it from him. A few days later, I pretended my laptop was broken and asked if I could borrow his to send a few emails. I quickly checked his files, but couldn't find anything. Where could he be keeping them? Then one day, I saw him slip a USB drive into his bag. Well, that's suspicious. Maybe that was what I needed. That afternoon, I asked him out for coffee, and then I decided to drop my phone so that I could find a way to reach into his bag and get the USB. Unfortunately, it didn't go to plan. I ended up knocking over my coffee cup, and it went all over Martin's sleeve. He always wore long sleeves, even on roasting hot days. But of course, the coffee had gone everywhere, so he quickly pulled up his sleeve. And that's when I saw it. A scar running up his arm. I gasped. How did you get this scar? It looks exactly like my ex's. Alex had the same scar. Before I could say anything more, Martin snapped and said, What scar? Then he quickly pulled his sleeve down. Don't lie to me, Martin. I saw it. And I know there's something sketchy about you. Why did you access the server room at 10 p.m.? And how did you know Alex's full name? Tell me who you are. I knew there was something familiar about you. Just tell me the truth. Yes, it's me. Alex. He spoke hesitantly, then asked me to calm down, but I couldn't stand it. My heart stopped for a few beats. How could you do this? I screamed. Did you and your uncle plan this all along? Lindsay, let me explain. I got plastic surgery, but it's not what you think. I'm on your side. I want to overthrow my uncle 
and get the company back for your family. Please believe me. Then Martin, or should I say Alex, told me the whole story. It turns out Mr. Garcia planned the whole thing to sabotage my family's business, and he took advantage of Alex to help do this. He, Mr. Garcia, even made up a story that there had been a feud between our two families, and that my dad had tried to bankrupt Alex's family, which pushed his parents to the brink of desperation. Of course, this made Alex angry, as he was protective of his family, and it nurtured in him a strong craving for revenge. But after helping his uncle take over my family's business, he discovered not only that Mr. Garcia wasn't his uncle, but that he, Alex, was also an orphan. Apparently, Mr. Garcia didn't have any biological relation to Alex, nor did he know anything about Alex's late parents. That spiteful man just manipulated people in any way to his advantage. Alex was disgusted that he'd been used and lied to like this, so he set out to get revenge on his so-called uncle by changing his identity and bringing everything to light to give justice to my family. He then showed me everything he got from the secret files. All the dirty tricks Mr. Garcia had used to sabotage and take over the company. He'd even been leading the company down a dark path through lots of illegal antics. But then Alex told me that before becoming Martin, he'd bought a number of shares, and now he would transfer them to me so I could take back my family's company. I couldn't believe it. I immediately showed all the evidence to the board of directors, and right away, everything was resolved. Finally, Mr. Garcia was not only kicked out of the company, but he was also sent to prison for his unethical business practices. And it was all thanks to Alex. The person I'd held a grudge against the most had been the one to help me get back all that was lost. As for Alex and I, well, it's clear we still have feelings for each other. But after everything we've been through, I think it's best if we give it some time before we jump back into a relationship. Plus, Tom admitted he likes me, which of course was obvious, but I don't want to upset him. Only time will tell if Alex and I are meant to be. I was sitting on the couch watching a movie with my mom and dad, when suddenly, the door slammed shut and we all turned our heads to see what happened. Yep, that's my big sister Taylor making an entrance. She slumped down on the couch and banged her feet on the coffee table. Then, as she scrolled through her phone, she looked up at us and huffed out, Uh, why are you all gawping at me like I'm an animal in a zoo? Am I not welcome here? Flustered, my mom immediately replied, No, sweetie, we're all delighted to have you home. Then she turned to me, Anne, darling, go and get your sister a drink. I jumped up to my feet and did as mom asked. I know what you're thinking. Why is everyone letting Taylor get away with her Little Miss Rude routine? You see, after a huge argument with mom, she left home at 18 and didn't come back for seven whole years. Mom seemed so pleased to have her back, so I decided to ignore Taylor's attitude and just go along with it. That afternoon, mom asked me to go to the grocery store with her so we could buy Taylor her favorite foods as well as a welcome back gesture. Then we spent ages preparing this delicious meal. I excitedly rushed up to Taylor's room and knocked on the door. Taylor, dinner's ready! She shouted back, Go away! But it's hamburgers, and we got a special dessert! I replied. Poofed! 
I hate hamburgers, and there's no way I'm eating some sugar-laden dessert. I went downstairs and told Mum that she wasn't coming. Mum shrugged and tried to act like it was no big deal, but I could see the sadness in her eyes. Dad tried reassuring her by saying, She probably just needs time to settle in. Yeah, she's probably just tired, I added. Mum forced out a smile and thanked us both. Then she prepared a plate of food and asked me to bring it to Taylor. I knocked on her door and told her the food was outside. She shouted back at me, Take it away! I don't want it! I left it outside of her room, but later on when Mum went up to bed, she saw the untouched plate of food still there. She picked it up and she took it downstairs and made out like it was no big deal. She wasn't fooling me. I could tell that she was biting on her gum to stop the tears. When I was little, I idolized my feisty, beautiful older sister. I loved how she wore clashing colors, the cool ways in which she styled her hair, and her carefree nature. The problem was that she didn't seem to like me. All she ever did was call me a brat, slam her bedroom door in my face, and tell me to stay away from her. Seven years on, and I thought things would be different. She wasn't a teenager anymore. She was an adult. But nope. It seemed clear that Taylor hated me even more than ever. I don't know why. Didn't she view me as a proper sister because we had different dads? You see, my dad isn't her dad, as her dad left when she was a little girl. Then mom met my dad and had me. I don't know. I just couldn't figure out why she still disliked me so much. As the weeks went on, Taylor didn't seem to settle in at all. Instead, her behavior worsened. She played loud music until the early hours of the morning. She covered the house in her clothes, plates, cups, etc. She was the messiest person ever and never cleaned up after herself. One time, I came downstairs to see her sitting at the dinner table, munching on the sandwiches I'd made for school. Then, when I politely told her this, she snorted and said, They're gross anyway, so I'm doing you a favor. Then she took mom's car without asking her, and that meant she had to get the bus to work and ended up late. When mom talked to her about it, Taylor just smirked, threw the keys at her, said, You're out of gas, then walked off. Mom tried to keep calm and distracted herself by tidying up, so I tried hugging her, but she shrugged me off and told me to go away. It felt like Taylor could get away with everything, while I was the one getting snapped at for nothing. Still, Taylor must have been through a lot, right? Maybe she just needed some time to reconnect with Mom again. Then peace would be restored to our household. Just when I thought things couldn't get any worse, they did. I was reading in the living room when I heard voices coming from outside. I went to check it out and saw Mom and Dad talking to our new neighbor. They sure looked friendly. Then Taylor appeared and grinning said, Making friends with the neighbor, are you, Mom? Mom flustered out, Taylor, this is Bill, my old classmate and our new neighbor. Isn't it a small world? So, your mom's age? Whoa, you don't look like it. Hang on, didn't you say you had a crush on some Bill? I see why. It's just a shame you rushed into remarrying, isn't it? Mom and Bill gave awkward looks, while Dad was gritting his teeth. Uh-oh, he didn't look happy. Lovely to see you, Bill. Mom muttered out before she pulled Dad and Taylor inside. Behind closed doors, 
She frowned at Taylor, but she just shrugged and left. This must have been playing on Dad's mind, as that evening I overheard him question Mom. Why did you never mention this bill before? Honey, it was just a slight crush when I was a teenager. You know how it is. Yeah, sure. Dad scratched his head. Now I was stuck in the middle of all this tension, and it was all down to Taylor stirring the pot again. Then a couple of days later, Dad came home from work and immediately started freaking out. The bank called. Apparently I spent an obscene amount of money in a watch store. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Was it you? Mom shook her head. I didn't know anything either. Then Taylor piped in. Speaking of buying stuff, we do need to get something for Bill's birthday. I mean, he did invite all of us, so it'd be rude not to. Uh-oh, I know Mom hadn't got round to telling Dad that Bill had invited the whole family to his party yet. Dad gave Mom a skeptical look and snarled, Oh, I see. You used my money to buy your high school sweetheart an expensive watch? Listen to yourself! You're being ridiculous! I'm not going to stand around and listen to you accuse me like this. Then Mom stormed off. I really wanted to tell them how this morning I'd seen Taylor lingering in their room, looking suspicious. But how could I bring this up when the atmosphere was so intense? I decided I needed to confront the source of the problem, Taylor. When it was just the two of us, I said to her, I know it was you. I saw you snooping around Mom's stuff. She just shrugged and replied, Little Anne, seems you're smarter than you look. Yeah, I did it. So what? Why are you being so cruel? Mom and Dad might split up because of you. To my shock, she grinned and she said, Well, that is my plan. Why should you get to play happy families when I'm stuck here without my dad? What? How could she be so selfish? I couldn't hold back my frustration anymore. How can you do this to mom? I won't let you get away with this. Is that so? And what exactly is a quiet mouse like you going to do about it? Then she shoved past me and walked off. I know I needed to tell mom, but this meant breaking her heart. <sighs> I was going to do it. I just needed to find a gentle way of telling her that her beloved daughter got a buzz out of ruining her life. But then... Before I had a chance to figure this out, something terrible happened. The next day, I arrived home from school to find Mom and Dad in the kitchen. 
Dad had his arms folded and a stern look on his face, and Mom was in tears as she sadly peered down at some papers on the table in front of her. Divorce forms. What? what happened? Anne, you have to believe me. I didn't cheat on your father. Then Dad interrupted her. Stop lying. I can see it with my own eyes. Then he slammed a stack of photos onto the table. In the photos, Mom was kissing Bill in a cafe. Huh? This didn't make any sense. I don't understand. I didn't meet Bill yesterday. I met my friend Sandra. But Dad just got even more furious. Then he pulled his suitcase towards the door. Stop lying. I can see what happened clear as day. I can't trust you anymore. Then he left. Mom cried harder after that. I didn't know what to say or react. I wanted to believe Mom, but those photos told me differently. Suddenly, the door opened and Taylor strolled in, looked at Mom crying her heart out, and gave a delighted smirk, then went upstairs. That's right, Taylor! She must have something to do with this. So I kept an eye on her. As I passed her room, I heard her on the phone. And without a second thought, I went to find Mom and dragged her upstairs. Anyway, I owe you this time, dude. Yeah, those photos did the job. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Your Photoshop skills are brilliant. They look so real. <laughs> My mom froze. A second later, she pushed the door open. Then Mom looked at Taylor and mouthed the word, Why? Taylor burst out laughing, shrugged, then replied, it's payback for loving her. She pointed at me. More than you love me. I want you all to suffer for living happily together. Why does she have you both while I have nothing? Furious, Mom slapped Taylor across the face and shouted out, I'm ashamed of you, and I want you to leave right now. Taylor clutched her face and snarled back. With pleasure. I hate it here anyway. Then she stormed out of the room, slamming the door behind her. I hugged Mom, and we both started crying. My happy family had been destroyed, and all because my sister was jealous and thought Mom loved me more. It was all so crazy. Then, later that evening, Mom received a call. From the hospital. Mom's face dropped when she told me that Taylor had been in a car crash. We rushed to the hospital and the doctor told us Taylor needed emergency surgery. But as she'd lost lots of blood, she needed a blood donation. The problem is that she had a rare blood type, but luckily, Mom had the same. So without any hesitation, Mom told the doctor to take as much blood as Taylor needed just to save her. After the blood donation, Mom didn't recover as fast as expected. Instead, she turned weak and needed medical care. So now... Taylor was in the surgery room, and Mom was in the intensive care unit. This was terrifying. What if I lost them both? I called Dad and spilled out everything that had happened to him, and he immediately rushed to the hospital. The wait was agonizing, but when the doctor came and told me they were both going to be okay, and I could go and see Taylor, I cried with happiness. Seeing her lying there bruised and afraid, I saw a vulnerable side to her that I hadn't seen before. So, I took her hand and told her what Mom did for her. 
She looked embarrassed and turned away from me and muttered out how sorry she was for everything. After that, I visited them both every day. Dad came to the hospital, too, to check they were okay, but he waited outside of Mom's room as he knew she was still mad at him. Finally, Mom came home. Then a week later, Taylor was also discharged. We went to pick her up, and even though Mom and her didn't talk, I could feel the warmth between them. That night, we were having a cozy dinner. Taylor coughed to clear her voice, then said, Guys, I want to say something. I know I've been a total brat, and I'm sorry. Mom, I thought you didn't love me because I was a reminder of your previous life, and I was ruining your new, happy family vibes. But now I realize how sacred the mother-daughter bond is. You never left me out. I left myself out. And Anne... I'm sorry I haven't been the big sis I should have been for you. I was jealous of you, but I was wrong to be that way. I hope you can both forgive me. Dad also apologized to Mom for misunderstanding her. We were all blubbering, and then we all hugged each other. We didn't need to say anything. Her actions were enough. We were family, and we loved each other. Families aren't always straightforward, but family is family through the good times and the bad. And they're always worth fighting for, regardless of how out of this world annoying they can be at times. Trust me, I know all about it. It was just a regular school day and I was sorting out my locker when suddenly I heard hushed whispers and noticed that everyone else was staring at something. Okay, so turns out it wasn't a something, but a someone. As this pretty girl strutted down the corridor like it was a runway or something. Ugh. Why was everyone gawping at her, rushing over to greet her and sticking notepads in her face for her to sign? I hugged my books and muttered, Geez, there's nothing special about her. So, my name's Lily and I'm just a normal girl. My family? Yeah, they're normal. My appearance? Normal. And my social status? Well, that's just normal too. I coast through life and that's it. Nothing exciting ever happens to a regular girl like me. Oh, how I long to be the perfect looking girls on Instagram. They're so flawless in their clear skin, stylish clothes, and glossy hair. But those girls were different. They were from different worlds. Oh well, at least I still had my books, my bestie Sarah, and my cute boyfriend Brian. But this all changed when Stacy rocked up at school with her perfect looks and her I'm so sweet and friendly routine. Yeah, right. So what if she had a prettyish face and a bit part in some TV show underneath the fake shine she was clearly not all that? I walked into English class to see her sitting at the desk next to mine. Ugh, great. I couldn't even get to my seat because everyone else was surrounding her, asking her dumb questions such as, What shampoo do you use? And do you get snack breaks when you film your show? Jeez, give me a break instead. Then, when I finally managed to sit down, she smiled at me and in this sickly sweet voice said, Hi, I hope it's okay I sit here. I'm Stacy. Yeah, sure. I forced a smile back, but on the inside, my anger was boiling over. Who did this girl think she was? So what if she was beautiful? I bet she only cared about her looks and never bothered studying. Yeah, everyone else would soon realize what a failure she was. 
Then, one time during recess, Stacy, the living Barbie doll, suggested we start a yearbook, and now everyone's treating her like she's achieved world peace or something. Ugh! You know the worst part of it? I've been saying we should start a yearbook for years, but no one listened to me. And guess who received so many welcome cards and love notes that they fell out of her locker and obstructed the hallway? Yup, Stacy. Gosh, it's been like weeks already. When will these stop? I hated how she thanked everyone and blushed and ugh. I needed to be around a sane person who didn't think the sun shone out of her. She was everywhere. It made me sick. But thank God for lunchtime. It became the only peaceful time of the day for me, when I could hang out with Sarah and not have to worry about Stacy. But, ha, huh, what was this? What was that Barbie doll doing sitting at our table and talking to my best friend? I walked over there and placed my tray down next to Sarah. Oh, hi, Lily. Stacy just said the funniest thing. Great, I muttered under my breath. Lunch was an ordeal. Sarah ignored me and kept on asking Stacy dumb questions like, Is your co-star Kyle as handsome in real life? And how do you style printed skirts with a colored tee? Yawn! Later that day, due to a paint spillage in art, I was five minutes late out. Sarah had agreed to drive me home, but I went out to the parking lot. Her car wasn't there. Then I checked my phone and saw that she'd messaged me. Where are you? I can't wait anymore. I'll leave first with Stacy. See you tomorrow, X. What? Is she ditching me to give that phony a ride? We had been friends since childhood. How could she be fooled for Stacy's act and just throw away our friendship like that? Angry, I messaged her back. You abandoned me for Little Miss Popular? How could you? I get it. New one in, old one out. Well, thanks a lot. My phone buzzed with her reply. Lily, you know it isn't like that. You live up the road from school while Stacy lives much further away and she needed to get back in time to get ready for her filming schedule. Madder than ever, I quickly typed out my reply. Whatever, it's too bad you'll always be a nobody in her eyes and she's just using you for a free ride. Then I chucked my phone onto my bed. I'd had enough. Sarah had made her choice and it was to be friends with that fake over me. Sarah may have fallen into the Stacy trap, but at least I still had Brian, right? One afternoon, I was talking to him out in the schoolyard when Stacy tottered past. Even her try-to-hard walk was annoying. She smiled over my Brian. Then she deliberately tripped up and dropped the books she was holding. I grabbed Brian's arm to stop him from going over, but he shook himself free from my grip and went over to her anyway. I watched him help her pick her books up, and then she blushed and squeaked out a thank you. She was the worst. When he walked back over to me with this big grin on his face, I couldn't take it anymore. So I blurted out to him, How dare you leave me to help her? He gave me a confused look. Lily, I was just helping her out. Yeah, right. You knew she dropped them on purpose to get your attention. But you went over there to her anyway because you think she's prettier than me. He sighed. You're being ridiculous. You know what? I can't deal with your selfish, jealous streak anymore. Let's just call it a day. We're done. Then he walked off. I stood there watching him, expecting him to cool down and come back. Only he didn't. This was all Stacy's fault. She'd stolen my best friend and my boyfriend. No more. It was time to show her that she wasn't so perfect after all.
I scrolled through her social media pages for ideas, and it soon became apparent that she loves boys with toned abs who ride motorbikes. How predictable! I discovered this website where I could hire a boy to play with her heart, then ditch her. It's about time she learned how much it sucked to be undesirable and worthless. Ha! I found the perfect guy called Josh. He was 19, a gym addict, and he had a motorbike. Whoa! He was expensive, but it would be worth it, right? I arranged to meet him at the local coffee shop, and jeez, he was even more handsome in person. I wished I could use this money to actually make him mine. Sigh. So the deal is, he's gonna flirt with Stacy, make her love him deeply, and then break up with her. The next Monday, I walked out of school to see Josh parked up to the school gate, holding his helmet and looking like he belonged in a movie. Naturally, every girl was staring at him. But he made a beeline for Stacy. Then, just one week later, I saw him picking up Stacy from the school. Whoa! I knew that. I knew I had chosen the right person. Josh was such a lady killer. They looked super close, and I had to remind myself that he was just an actor and he was doing his job. <laughs> She was gonna be so heartbroken. But a few weeks later, and he was still picking her up. Huh? Why hadn't he broken up with her yet? So I called him up and asked him what was taking him so long. He replied that he would do it soon. He was just making her fall for him more before he did it. <laughs> Brutal. Only the weeks passed by and he still hadn't ended it. Then I was walking past the movie theater and I spotted them there kissing. What? This was not the plan. Furious, I had arranged to meet him the next day at the coffee shop. He walked over and couldn't even meet my eye as he said. I'm sorry. I can't do this anymore. I will refund you as soon as I can. Um, why? Have you fallen in love with her or something? I said jokingly. There was a long silence. Then he looked down at the table and muttered out, "Yeah, I have." Why was I the only one on the planet who saw how fake she was? Thanks to her siren ways, I lost my best friend, my boyfriend, and now my savings. This was it. I needed to confront her. The next day at school, I tried finding her, but she was nowhere to be found. Then, as I passed through the school garden, I saw her sitting there. Gotcha. It's time to tell her exactly what I thought of her. I stormed over to her and opened my mouth to speak. But huh? Why was she crying? When she saw me, she managed to smile and said. Oh hi, Lily. Is there a chance you could help me? I stared at her with disbelief. Did she think I was under her spell and would do her bidding? But then I saw what she was crying about. In her hands was her English essay with a big F on it. So I replied, "Um, why me? You're so smart. You answer all the questions in class correctly. I don't want to be judged on my bad grades." That's why I left my last school. The other kids call me a brainless beauty. I moved here for a fresh start, and now I'm still failing. Okay, so in that moment, I realized that there were things I was good at. My grades were good, and I was pretty great at remembering facts. I'd just been so blinded by jealousy that I lost focus on these things and only saw what I didn't have. None of this was Stacy's fault. She never actually done anything bad to me. I'd made it all up in my head because I was jealous of her. So I sat down next to her and said, "No one's gonna call you that because I'll help you study." You will? She gave me a hopeful smile and I nodded. Thank you so much. She flung her arms around me. So that's how Stacy went from being my enemy to my friend. She's actually a really sweet and kind-hearted girl. No wonder why everyone admired her so much.
and I was wrong to judge her on her appearance and not give her a fair chance. She's still with Josh, and she doesn't know that I hired him to break her heart. But hey, she now has a hunky boyfriend who adores her, so that could be considered compensation, right? Brian and I are still over, but thinking about it, maybe this was for the best. I know I overreacted, but he gave me up so easily, and well, I want to find a guy who won't do that. As for Sarah, I went around to her house with a bag full of her favorite candy, and I apologized for being a jealous jerk. Luckily for me, she forgave me. Now, Sarah, Stacy, and I have become good friends. Sarah and I both help Stacy with her studies, and she gives us fashion tips. And you know what? I've come to realize that I'm pretty after all. I just needed to discover my spark. So finally, I learned that no one's perfect. Perfection is just an illusion. The most important thing is that we feel happy with what we own and never stop improving ourselves. So just be you and let everyone else concentrate on being them. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.